0: You're listening to The Slow Ride Podcast.
1: Likes, advice, and rumors. Straight from the source. TheSlowRidePodcast.com And on Twitter at the Slow ride pod.
2: Enjoy the ride. Hello and welcome. To- <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 392 of the Slow Ride Podcast. This is Tim in Orlando, Florida.
0: Hi, this is Matt in Minneapolis.
2: And this is Spencer
1: in Western Massachusetts, reminding you to always wave at all your fellow cycles. Tim, it's been what? too long. I already screwed yeah. up. Yeah. You've well, thrown me off my game. I. Uh-huh. I the soothing sounds of little guy leading us in has uh, lulled me into a false sense of security here and uh where have f- you been
2: i feel like it's a i mean i feel the way that mick jagger must have felt after the first two albums oh, came clearly out. and then yeah. all of a sudden he had to deliver because you had two great co-hosts rob from criterion nation mm-hmm. and then bodie from hot lap summer/cx hairs media pit well, all did fantastic, loved every moment of it. I was cracking up when I was in Italy, cutting my pizza because they serve you pizza that isn't cut. Uh-huh. I also couldn't find a vanilla latte for the life of me. I could only weird. get it's I could only get weird. cappuccinos before noon <laughs> and oh. oh, it was a great time. um It's so good to be back. I know you guys have lots of questions about uh the Giro mm-hmm. And other things, and uh, I got to tell you, um, twenty-five-year-old Tim would have been really disappointed with forty-year-old Tim at the Juro. I did see a lot of cool stuff, but I, I listened to the podcast a little bit too late. I did. You guys didn't challenge me before I went over there. <laughs> if you would have challenged me before I went over there, I would have been the real autograph hound. Um, <laughs> I got you guys some gifts, so I did oh. think ahead and actually get you oh. two. Gifts. Really? Um, yep. Yeah. And I got to tell you, I, uh, a rest day town, while you think it would be cool, there's really not too much going on during a rest day town. And then I was there for the rollout, pulled up a nice chair at the cafe, uh-huh. saw the caravan roll by. And then 45 seconds later, there's nothing left in the town because they all rolled their bikes out. Yeah. But I did get to see Matthew Vanderpool up close and in person. Saw Valverde. That is was he, uh, just is, uh, is, Valverde is, ran away from me when he saw me. I I was. Knew, huh? he oh, he heard. Yeah, he knew. His
1: security guards <laughs> had clearly warned him. It's like uh, is uh, is uh, Matthew
2: Vanderpool taller than you? He um, he was on a bike when I saw him both times. Um, so he was yes. taller than me on the bike. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. But he just, uh, just curious. Overall, trying to prove. a theory So I went to um, the rolling show that is a grand tour is what's the most impressive thing I've ever seen. So I'm in a random town, again, cutting my own pizza because they serve pizza to you that's not cut. Right. And all of a sudden, and I know we're on the course because they mark the course actually pretty well. There's lots of pink arrows on the road. And I was like, oh, well, this cafe will be a good place the The race is like two and a half hours away, so I'm just gonna jump in this cafe and get some food and then all of a sudden, the amount of sirens and loudspeakers going on is deafening, and I'm like, the race can't possibly be here yet. yeah, I go outside the cafe and the entire town is out because the pre race caravan thing came through, like the oh, yeah. uh the advert- there is dance party in the streets, boys nice <laughs> choreographed dance party, like whatever those, you know, there was like beat street out there in the middle of the um, street. It was amazing. Beat street. Yeah. That that's, that's the early 1980s.
1: It's like a reference for the kids. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: break dancing classic. Um,
1: step it off would have been. Even yeah. Yeah. More step it off. Was, that's still like, yeah, that's also 2000s. dated. <laughs> yeah. There's
2: a really, um, it was awesome. So there's a good 30 minutes of this caravan and they were just handing out so much trash. Yeah, and you, you guys get? will be happy to know that I did not get any of that for you. Uh, um I you. kept it for myself. Yeah. Um but uh, yeah. Again, it was fun to yeah. see that and then about an hour then a, a rainstorm came. And then the entire town basically was like on holiday. So all the workers just came into the bar and they were just like, "We're not working the rest of the day." <laughs> it's like a Tuesday, at noon, and everyone's just drinking the day away. And then here come the racers.
1: You yeah. know, it's a
2: better place. To be Vanderpool, fair, I, I've Vanderpool for, was in the break.
1: I've worked for awesome. an
2: Italian company. It's not totally
1: abnormal. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was awesome. I'm out there. I'm standing on the side of the road next to a bunch of school children that like were staying out of the road. It was awesome. I saw Vanderpool in a break. I kind of had a perfect sight, so you could kind of see them coming down the road for a while. Um, Tons of great team cars. So Uh, here's one thing. It was wonderful.
1: Real quick. Sounds like you had the perfect spot. Yeah. Uh, You got Matthew Vanderpool in the break, which is ideal because then he's sure to be able to hear you Mm -hmm. when you said what to him. Like what was when you saw Vanderpool coming up the road, and you were like, "This is my chance." Was it listen, listen to the solar podcast? Was it, uh,
2: sorry, no, my it t-shirt? was, was it, it was, it was, oh crap. I have my phone in slow motion. <laughs> so I didn't get a good photo. That was the worst part. Well, it's a huge moment. That, at least you lived yeah. in the
0: moment rather. And you know, I, I'm always, you see all those people with their phones out. Are they even experiencing? Yeah, I was the just, they're just trying to get, I was
2: just watching. Out. And then I looked down at my camera later and I was like, wow, he just went by it. I didn't even have a chance to do anything. Um, you know, I, I, I got you know. I was being mature. I was not uh, running along the side of the riders. I, um, I forgot my Longhorn baseball uh, football helmet. Um
0: yeah. Did you draw thing. something obscene on, in... the, on the road at all? I, I did not. Um, right, like I didn't need to. Deluca, Deluca. DeLuca. DeLuca.
2: That would have like been offend people. Okay. I think next time we should go do that. <laughs> I actually would be Rico, 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 and then is greater than Deluca, 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 Deluca. Oh wow! It'd be a real, it'd be a real puzzle for, yeah. for whoever's. What is so this? Two thousand four.
0: Yeah, so we'll be the ones at Worlds in a few years, writing completely irrelevant, fifteen to twenty-year-old. It's uh, yeah. ro- it was doped writers' names on the road, and then all the locals would be it, like, "What is wrong with these people? They're just here to make."
2: I gotta admit. It was a lot of fun, but I felt a little out of my element without you guys there with me to really oh. push me. Cause you guys, Thanks, you guys TV. know that I am susceptible to peer pressure yeah, <laughs> and you guys yeah. would just be like, Hey Tim, I bet you won't go uh, do that. That's um, true. the other thing, team, team buses in the area during the, the rest day, they were fenced off and you had to have an ID to get in and I didn't have a media pass. It was yeah. really kind of like they, they didn't really allow like a lot of mingling with the, no the common folk. Well, a yeah. little, little
1: different than the U.S.
2: Then,
0: well, a yeah, different yeah. Too, well, the U.S. You just go to yeah. the Portage on. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, other other things I noticed is that they have a van that goes out and it's constantly selling. Like they they have a merch van that drives by, okay. But you can only buy certain packages from the merch van. It's like a kids package, a um, uh, you know, an old man package, which is like a polo shirt. And uh-huh. a nail fitting hat. Love and then it. they had like a um a you know, a, the, a woman's patch pack uh package as well. So like three different things you could buy and then each one like, oh here's the here's the thing that bugged me though. The pink in everything they sell is not the pink of the jersey. It's like it's like that magenta pink. It's not like the baby pink, it's like the mm. um it's like the pink that's the you know, cyclamino just really
0: Yeah. It's the this is combination cool. jersey. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. But
2: I wonder why that is. Now, Keep it now pure? I know you guys asked. Keep it pure. I
0: should. I
2: was thinking of stopping at the um, the feed zone. Uh-huh. And where I w- it was about 300 yards in front of where I was. The problem was it was off the side of a cliff. So uh, <laughs> there was, it was like, oh, deposit your trash here. And then it was like one little parking spot that the, the riders had to, you know, hit the green bin. Uh-huh. Otherwise, it just went up. Uh, over the hill into a wine vineyard. So I'm sure, like, oh, okay. I'm sure they
0: like that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Um, But yeah, so do you guys have any questions for me as your correspondent uh, on the field?
0: Yeah. You, you uh,
2: truly can't throw
1: an empty bead, in, bead on in Italy without hitting a wine field, huh?
2: Yeah. yeah. That's
0: well, what they've always said. So you, you saw Valverde. Mm-hmm. You saw. Yeah, Mendo- I said hi. Vanderpool. You said hi. Said hi. Yeah. You, you, who who else? Did you get close to any other writers or did you, you I'm try to keep shocked your curse away from them?
2: At, I was shocked at how many people wanted to say hi to Vincenzo Nap- Napoli. I mean, yeah, I was like, shocked, that guy was man. a fan favorite. It was like everyone wanted to talk to that guy. Huh. But you know who no one wanted to talk to? No. Poza kind of hanging out all by himself. Oh, I felt kind of oh. bad. I didn't even want to go up to talk to him. Oh, man. I'm just kidding, little guy. <laughs> I didn't even see him. He was too short. Oh, zing, Um, zing.
0: Yeah, well, he got top um, zero.
2: I will say this, guys. I felt like I did a good enough job of scouting out Uh how to do a grand tour, and I want you guys to join me on the next one because it is a great way to see a country, and you can get pretty, on the the stage that wasn't um, the rest day stage, it was pretty easy to, like, see everything the team cars coming through mm-hmm. you know if you, if you get like a good location where there's just like a real traffic jam everything's just stopped there for a while it's it's it was wonderful i so i i highly recommend it if I'm you're so happy I went
1: if this were to happen would you want to do the giro again or are you going to flip the script and go to spain for the volta because i assume we don't have the the funds in the <laughs> slow ride account to afford the hotels around france when no, the tour de I would, France is happening.
2: I would definitely do the Giro again, um, cuz you guys know it's my favorite of the Grand Tours and I know it's it's your favorite. It's just I would definitely do the Giro. I think we could have a lot of fun if we scouted it out. We could really get a nice press pass. I feel it's just bush league enough uh-huh. for us to cover it um in just a professional way. Second and, second uh, best tour. Yeah. I'm sure we could probably get in a t- a team car or two. Totally. Um it was a uh, oh man it was great.
1: I think we can time it out to get like two, two sprint stages in a time trial to really, you know, maximize <laughs> little guy's time. Yeah. You know, in, in Italy.
0: Yeah. Well,
2: we're going to Italy for three days and it's going to be a team time trial, a time trial. Yeah. That'd be great. You yeah.
0: know, if we're going to do that, I mean, if it's in a region where I can, where I have some, like I can go look at some architecture or something, you know, uh-huh. it w- I go see some, if I can go see some Scarpa buildings, and tag that on. Then I'm then I'm it, down with the sprint stage. I'll live it, with
2: that. it. It did like it did remind me how lucky w- how lucky we are because we speak English. And what I mean by that is, for the most part, I was able to get by speaking English in yeah, Italy. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I was like, you know, there's a lot of pointing, and you have the Google Translate app at the worst case scenario. But most people could at least tell you which way to go. And what the food, I can't imagine an Italian speaker coming to the U.S. trying to like walk down the street to find like a coffee. Like it, it was a, uh, it was like, I felt like I could get by uh, quite well. Airbnbs were fantastic. Uh, Loved it. Oh man. Can't wait. And a little guy, I drove like some knockoff Volvo. It was called a <laughs> Link and Company. I have no um, idea what SUV. that is. The the person at the rental car was like, "Man, I got you an upgrade," and I was like, "Sweet." And then I walked out, and it was a really big SUV. And I was like, "Can I the go worst. down a size?" Because like I don't know if I'm gonna be able to drive that in these towns. Yeah. So I went to like a midsize SUV, which was this Lincoln Co. And that was awfully tight. You guys know that I'm not like I'm a very anxious driver. Um, that my 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 week was filled with anxiety. <laughs> well, <that laughs> trying sounds to, great. trying to park that thing. Mm. Oh my goodness.
0: Huh. Oh weird they're like yeah i don't know about these cars that's funny i'm disappointed they, you didn't get to drive some some strange fiat or something that that's you know yeah
1: i feel like you should have been given the keys to a mini you know as you deep debark the plane and they're like he, you know <laughs> here's the here,
2: italian job
1: <laughs> exactly like here you go keep it you know over 50 miles an hour or uh 80 kilometers an hour let's say um and uh, you know, just grip it and rip it. And
2: now, when you were on we with, when you were on last week, you you were kind of talking about all these things that Tim should have done. So I I made a list of things I wish I did. I think oh, that okay. that will help. Okay, one stalked Valver- Valverde to a level that would have made him always remember me. Yeah, to Didn't a level happen.
1: at which everyone expected.
2: Yeah, so definitely a major letdown. <laughs> Number two, gotten wanty water bottles for you from the actual, like, feed zone. That would have been the, if you guys were talking, like, what team would I have been seeking out? It definitely would have been the wanty. I wanted the Uh wanty water bottles. That would have been, that was the goal, was to get something from wanty. They did not have anything from wanty.
0: Right. They didn't know going pre-Giro. They didn't think they were going to have such a, a banger of a Giro, you know?
2: Yeah, didn't have yeah. all the merch right. Really. Um, number three, I would have went on a mountain climb. I was yeah. a little nervous about getting it. So I went on a, uh, right after a category three climb. Yeah. I wish I would have went up to like halfway up a cat one or like an HC. So you get the good, like 20 minutes worth of time. Mm-hmm. Cause the, on the stage I had the Giro for about 10 minutes, right? You, the, the motorcycles come through and then you had like a break of five. You had a couple guys trying to bridge across. And by the way, the folks bridging across, they totally were putting on a show for the crowd. Nice. Like they saw, like the whole town was out. They put on the paint faces. They were going so fast. They got around the corner. I was like the last one on the street to see the corner. They sat up. <laughs> they like, All right. All right, we put on the show. <laughs> Not going to make it anymore. That's it
0: how you do it. That's
1: professionalism. Yeah, like yeah, it. that's
0: yeah. being a pro. Yeah. yeah, gotta make the sponsors but, look good.
2: Um, and I would have uh, driven a manual car. I think that a manual car would have just been a ton of Oof. fun on those mountain roads. I think that uh, I would have stalled it quite a few times. Yeah, uh, re- I I really gotten got the horns. Yeah, I really no, gotten no, the horns honked at me.
1: Helped your anxiety <laughs> any? Yeah. So,
2: so the other part of the trip uh, was it included a downhill mountain bike park. Um, okay. So took a ski lift up with my bike in the gondola, and then okay. I had to come down. Um, and it was like a and flock of geese when I was coming down, down that hill.
1: You yeah, came down on the gondola. Yeah. I yeah.
2: know. Uh, I came down on the mountain bike, and uh, I feel bad for whoever had to take that rental back in and find <laughs> brakes again, because those brakes were completely gone by the t- I mean, you guys know that I am a wizard of descending, mm. um, uh-huh. and yeah. I just yeah. I put on a clinic at the end of that. <laughs> It was I'm amazing. Sure.
1: I'm, yeah. They're going to be talking about it for a while. Yeah. yeah.
0: I think it's why I went Of, on the, s- of the three of us, you, you're the most into watching downhill mountain biking because you're the. <laughs> and this isn't saying much because we're me and Spencer are much better, but we're 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 all pretty oh, far boys. from from being in that world. But I think yeah, we can all agree. So,
2: so I had a couple of like, you know, I felt they were pretty decent runs. So I was going down. I did the same trail like six times. Uh-huh. or five times, whatever. By the fifth time, I felt like I kind of had it down. I was like not using the brakes all the time. Mm-hmm. And and I went on Strava and my fifth time was, was definitely the fastest. And I was like, sweet. So I looked at the Strava segments. Uh-huh. It's like, Tim Hayes, 8,700th place out of 9,400. <laughs> and, and it's like, take one minute off your time to get in the top 500. <laughs> I'm like... That ain't yeah. going to happen. Yeah.
1: A minute. Yeah. A
0: minute is a <laughs> <laughs> well, you're only a minute off top 500 times. Go tell the the Team Puma people that. That's
1: true. Yeah. That sounds like a yeah. Twitter bio or something.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Well,
0: well boys. Where, that was in Italy too? Yeah.
2: That was uh, in up in the Paganella mountain bike uh, resort. It's just north of a town called Trento. Okay. Um, I saw lots of castles. Lots of cool stuff. Cool. Mm-hmm. I loved Italy.
0: Sounds good. Good. Yeah, I'm sorry like I missed the
2: podcast.
1: Back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, um, we did have a, a competition of sorts while you were gone. We got some stand-ins. Uh, we had Rob from Criterium Nation. We had Michael uh, from the media pit, uh, as, as mentioned, and, um, they did pretty good. Uh, we kept score. I don't know if you were, uh, keeping tally at home, but, yeah. uh, they came yeah, in was- neck and neck, um, so it's actually a tie uh the photo finish of the line could not be determined so we need uh we need a final vote we need to we need to somehow break this tie um to determine who's gonna who's gonna replace you uh (laughs) unless you're uh coming out of the gate late but with uh, a whole lot of spunk and going to somehow outscore them (laughs) Uh, I have a lot of
2: misinformation episode. that I can bring, okay. but uh, we did, we did run a Twitter poll. Um, okay. That was that after listening to both episodes, I thought it would be appropriate to run. So I put this episode out there and this is going to be the, uh, the final sale who had the better podcast debut. Um, we have Rob from criterium nation, uh, mm-hmm. pr- pretty solid uh, uh, showing. Uh, we had Michael from hot lap summer uh, slate mm-hmm. it. Um, and then we had Spencer as Rob from Criterium Nation. Um, Ooh. I who, did
1: good. I tried really hard. It was yeah. a lot that episode, but...
2: And, and you crushed it. And then we also had Rob or Spencer Game Show, which, I mean, may have been the best game show debut in the history of the Slow Ride podcast. So, I mean, <laughs> I don't know where to take it. But, uh, yeah, fun times all the way across. Um, but, yeah, I'm back for good, boys. Uh, I, I'm i not going anywhere.
1: Okay, because I mean Good. we keep leading you out, and I'm just yeah. Eventually, little guy's legs are gonna get you know. They're gonna get tired, or he's gonna want to be the the main sprinter or something, you know.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, contract well, talks, and I'll I'll really start demanding a. So. S- a
2: so speaking ball. of sprinting.
0: Ah yeah, good transition. Uh-huh. That see oh, he's nailing it with these transitions. Look at that. Did this you is, guys yeah, see did you missing. guys see
2: little known third rate European cyclist Ivar Slick take the win at Unbound two hundred over the weekend?
0: Well, I didn't really see it. I mean I don't know if anybody saw it happen, but I heard it happened.
2: Yeah. Was the I heard was it. Was the uh was the uh race coverage not that awesome?
0: That's what um, I heard, but I, I didn't even try to watch it.
2: The
1: course, uh, 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 lived up to all the hype. It looked like it was pretty slick out there. Um, the mm-hmm. coverage, you know, I, I think they had everything in place, like all the bells and whistles. It was going to be a very slick production, mm-hmm. but, um, didn't, you know, didn't, didn't do, didn't live up to expectations for whatever reason. I didn't, I didn't, I don't really know, but, um, but the finish was pretty slick. Uh, how you had the group of, of three coming in, and then the fourth uh, 10 dam catches up, and then there's a sprint, which, uh, you know, on, on that pavement with muddy tires gets really slick. And, um, you know, anything can happen in that kind of situation. And then Slick wins. And it was uh, a thing to behold.
2: It was pretty awesome. I'm pretty stoked. I did see that his, uh, he was referred to as Beach Racer Ivar, uh, uh, you uh, Ivar love Slick. uh to see that. Yeah. Um, yeah national champion but he's actually is he's, he i mean he's, he's he's a solid racer his pro cycling uh, uh uh popularity uh was through the roof the other day um because everyone was trying to find out who who he was right um but he i mean he's clearly a strong rider it i do wonder is like how many more riders will come over from europe now to do this because they're like wait i could become like the most popular rider and probably make some sweet contracts now after winning this race well,
1: What's going to be interesting? This <laughs> what's going to be interesting is our, our Europeans who have been uh maybe rightfully so kind of on the fence about gravel racing in general um over the past decade or so. They're kind of like, what is this whole deal? Did we just need to equate it to beach racing the whole time? And they would be like, Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, let's go. Let's crush it. And now we're gonna get this influx of beach racers. And a new, maybe a new whole bike segment within the industry and everything uh, for beach racing bikes. Um,
2: well, the industry does bikes. need it. We do yeah. need something, you know, that we like to create categories. Um, yeah, more categories. It's a very good point. It's a very good point, Spencer. I, I am curious. What are they going uh, to what are they gonna there do?
1: There has to be at least dozens of beach racers out so, there that are going to now take the gravel scene by storm.
2: So, Ivar uh, Slick uh, is the. The, um, the best part about Ivar Slick winning, by the way, is that he's not participating in the Lifetime Grand Prix. Um, yeah, it's so I once again, that. the Lifetime Grand Prix is doing a, a fantastic job of selecting the best racers. Um, you know, I know you got to apply, but it would have been uh, cool. if. It, uh, anyways, awkward. So, uh, for for
1: <laughs> unbound coverage for headlines give me the chances that I want your rating um star rating one through four. What are the chances that a uh, uh, media publication comes mm-hmm. out with the headline storm, the beaches?
0: I don't, well, it hasn't happened yet. Has it? Are you going to switch a, like a room no where you're going to tell me that this is the headline? <laughs> no, I have no idea right now. Okay. Oh, I'm going to say no, it's not going to happen
2: No. Okay. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. All right. What about slick moves? Oh, that could be.
0: That will be when he when he changes teams,
1: okay.
2: Uh, <laughs> or he becomes a privateer. Uh-huh. Slick uh-huh. moves to the privateer. You're, what about you
1: know, a a combination of wordplay where it's Kansas and then the S in Kansas kind of turns into the word Slick, Can Slick,
0: Can Slick. I mean, that would Kansas have been good at slick. this edition because it was it was it was muddy and yeah. slippery. So. Yeah. A lost slick, opportunity. If slick times it right
1: in Kansas, something like that.
2: Do yeah. we know if he's friends with Rick Zobel? So it could be Slick Rick Zobel.
0: Ooh. Mm, I mean, he's European. <laughs> they all know each other, right? It's not that big. Um, I mean, I
2: think this is the the door is open now for, again, and this is not a knock, but he is a not top-level European pro. Right? right. For a while, like a lot of pros would come over um, and race the crit scene or do like the Nature Valley Grand Prix U.S. like PR uh, pro racing calendar and then maybe go back overseas. Is this the is this the start of even more Europeans coming over and just being like, I can absolutely go slay all of these like ex world tour pros that are Americans making a ton of money as uh-huh. privateers uh-huh. and then, well, you know, make a name for myself I mean, it, it kind of is perfect for this, right? I mean, because tomorrow, uh, this weekend's the Belgian Waffle Ride in Asheville, North Carolina, so you can like kind of make a little circuit of just come do a few sure. races here in America and make some decent money. And
0: well, speaking of the World Tour pros that were there, uh, two of them just did the 100. Yeah, Cameron, Cameron Worth from Ineos, and he's like half—I don't know—he's like kind of. Is half he a stage Cameron Wurf? He's like 38.
2: Yeah. No. Oh, okay. Well,
0: He used to ride for Cannondale, and then he retired and did triathlons, and then they like needed somebody to fill in, so he came back and he just started races whenever they need somebody. He's like their punching huh. bag. Anyway, he. I mean, he is. It's like yeah. they sent him to races. It's like, oh, no, we don't have the numbers. Everyone's sick, but he's like. You know, send him on the front for the first forty k. Anyway, he got like eightieth. So I, we just, we haven't seen a top European show up and actually try to gun for this thing yet. I don't know. I think, I think, I think it's too, uh, it's too risky that you just totally screw up, you know. But a Sagan didn't even try. But or maybe he did. Who knows? I mean, he's he's two thousand twenty-two well, I mean, Sagan. You can't tell anymore. What's going uh,
1: on? Ah, you can tell.
2: If we <laughs> so go to the two hundred. <laughs> Yeah. If we go to the 200, there's some obviously some v- extremely strong riders in there, which is great to see. Major shout out by the way to Sofia Gomez Villafana and Lauren DeCrenzo who were battling it out, uh, finishing about 9 minutes apart, 1 2 in the women's race. Hmm. Um and that's again on the 200, uh Logan Owen, uh Kyo Reinen. I mean, these are World Tour riders. That are uh, in the top uh, 30. Minneapolis' own uh, little guy, um, your boy, um, Eno Kenti.
0: Yeah, Kesha. I don't know how to actually say his name. I'm going to call him Kesha.
2: <laughs> he crushed it with a 12th place, also Did not he? a part of the Lifetime Grand Prix. Yeah.
0: God, he's such a 12th abused. overall. See, when he <laughs> keeps getting results like this, it makes me feel okay that my last crit is him blowing me off in the first lap. It's like okay, that's how I went out. That's fine like I'm glad that his career keeps so, going up and I don't have to feel like I got blown off by like one of you guys in my last crit
2: so <laughs> one of my uh favorite uh as you guys know i i'm a I'm a huge fan of Peter Stetna because I think he is the um the villain that uh psych uh, gravel cycling needs okay um yeah. Just crushing it, kind of being the first one to go privateer. Mm-hmm. I, I I love it. And my favorite thing that he does is that when he filled out his Athlinks profile, he, he just had it stuck in caps lock on his computer. So everyone else has their name and like, you know, capital first. First letter and then like regular name. His yeah. is just Peter stetna all caps lock. It's fantastic. It sticks out. Um, he had a a, a a wonderful race, finishing in eighth place, just in front of Payson McEwen. Um, so, anyways, uh, great stuff all the way across on the 200. Look, guy, you mentioned the 100 um, with Peter Sagan and Daniel ost Do we know how they did?
0: Didn't win. That's what I know. I do not know how they did
2: did but they I did finish? not expect i have no idea
0: <laughs> how would somebody even here's the thing tim how would anyone know what anyone did in this race this is a hugely supposedly important race which i'm trying to find results that go beyond the top 4 and it's it's hard enough that i almost don't care anymore
1: well they're still finishing that's the thing little guy oh
0: oh well, see there you go there you go it's, 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 i believe we're not over th- the
2: f- Forty-eight hour time yeah. limit. Yeah. Um, Peter Sagan uh, did finish. He finished in sixty-fifth place, thirteenth um, in the Pro Open Men at the Category Three. Um, he was at mile twenty-one. He was in third place, and then it just kind of, just kind of fell off. Like it, maybe he had some flat <laughs> tires. Let's just let's just assume he had some flat tires. Oh
0: man, I just what what what's the deal with Sagan? You guys think he's gonna win anything at the tour? He says he's in the U.S. to train for the tour, but.
1: i I have no idea i have no idea but i appreciate you know honestly i love
2: that he went though
1: i appreciate sagan's training in the u.s style um it's a throwback to uh pre-rio olympics when he just showed up in utah and did some like tuesday night mountain bike races with everybody (laughs) that's amazing and yeah I know this this unbound uh, participation is not quite the same, but it is in some sort of way, you know, where I I kind of wish I had been there to be like, oh, I did a race with Peter Sagan. You know what I mean?
0: For sure. For sure. I got to say when he (laughs) said when he said he was going to be there. Yeah, I was a little disappointed that I wasn't wasn't going to go and I didn't get to uh, get to see that goofball in person. I just so what's so the first
2: and then so for the first twenty miles he's in the lead with Daniel Wass. I mean they're yeah. in the lead group, and then it's just like oh, whatever, <laughs> like we're just gonna finish. Hundred mile yeah. ride in six hours, six hour century.
0: Yeah, then it just became a then it just became a just a regular training ride. They just I don't so know. What do the you coach think, called and said it's it's not a it's not a intensity day.
1: Yeah, basically. I mean I don't know. Maybe they. Maybe they underestimated that that famous gravel out there. I don't know. You know, maybe it's different than the gravel What's, they have in, uh, you know, in their training grounds in Italy in Strada Bianchi. They're going to be like, oh, this is hard. Actually, like I don't like this. Let's go slower. I don't know. Let me ask. Let me. They ask couldn't the
2: next question. The ele- <laughs> I couldn't handle
1: the elevation.
2: Who's the next like top level European pro that's going to do? unbound like who who would be the the biggest candidate to do like 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 Wout van art in 15 years like 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 who's the no
1: there will be somebody before that um i think i think you only need to look as far as who's retiring this year right (laughs) okay i don't think it's gonna be
2: the shark no he's not not gonna come no You think think Valverde's? There's no no way Valverde's coming.
0: It's got to be domestiques. I think it's strong domestiques who maybe thought they weren't going to be domestiques at one point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a guy who thought, I'm going to have a career where I'm going to win some – you know, like some guys go in and they know they're always going to be domestiques because some guys think they're going to maybe do a little more. Maybe then they're like – they want a little – a second life. Uh a Nathan Haas, if you will.
2: Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean that's a yeah, yeah. But that's you know, I'm, I'm nice talking stuff. next level. I'm talking like I think w- race
0: winners. I like, think
1: I think we're gonna see a Valverde unbound at some point or gravel scene in general. He's just gonna he's gonna not get his renewal for some reason. He's gonna be angry about it. It's gonna relight the fire inside of him, mm. and he's gonna come over and he's gonna see that hundred and thirty thousand dollar prize list or whatever it is. And he's going to sign up, and he's going to crush everyone, and it's going to be amazing. And, uh, you know, they'll call it old man strength or whatever, and we all know what it is, and it's fine, because everybody who will criticize this podcast or anyone else for uh, uh, supporting Valverde and his bike racing 100% is a Pintani fan, and that's just how I feel about it. So
2: whatever, get over it. I mean, I'm just going to throw this out there in the 11th place in the unbound 100 mm-hmm. was um the year 2000 Coors classic winner Scott Moniger. All right.
0: Whoa. So that's impressive results the, still.
2: Yeah, so the you know, the gauntlet's been thrown for Valverde to come do this thing. I mean, it's it's going to happen. I I i'm with you spencer i think that you know he he's going to be prime candidate and then uh i think we're going to probably have to wait like another five or six years before um our friend and good uh correspondent in the european peloton michael mm. matthews appears in the uh in the unbound
1: well i we could try and find out maybe see what he's up to
2: yeah let's give him a call right now in this week's prime Lab.
0: from uh, us, Lyons, and I don't <laughs> this beautiful
2: to Perfect. All right guys, here we are once again in the pre lap. Oh, it's been so so strange being far away from you guys, but I have to tell you, my slow ride podcast t-shirt was a hit on the side of the road <laughs> in the Giro. Uh-huh. And there's only so many left head on over to the wideanglepodium.com to get your very own slow ride podcast shirt in the store now guys we are just a few episodes away from our episode 400 mm-hmm. shebang and there's been a lot of talk on merch for the slow ride podcast where does it currently stand right now
0: uh, we had a we had a good email last week Tim that brought up the fact that a lot of folks got jerseys, a lot of folks got bibs. People need need some weird things, vests, leg warmers, knee warmers, half knee warmers, quarter knee warmers, full leg all the sort of extras, the cycling extras. I don't know. That that was brought into the discussion last week. I don't know if we came up with any firm decisions. What do you think, Spencer?
1: We did not. Um I think I I like that. I like that idea. I think you know, we could also do something like a jersey, but make it fun. Make it different. Make it slow ride. You know, maybe make it a quarter zip jersey, like a uh, throwback, <laughs> you know? Can you we're get gonna get make it, made we're, anymore?
2: We're going to make a jersey that is so difficult and painful to get on and off that you'll be yeah. cursing our name as you do it. Wear it all the
1: time, yeah. <laughs> it's too hard to get off. Um. Yeah, we'll figure something out. Yeah, but yeah, um, we're working on you know, it. We're still, we're trying to build the hype here, I guess, and figure out yeah. exactly what it'll be, but, uh, we're running out of time, boys. So we, we to start, uh, you know, laying the pen to paper here and figuring no, out what we need to do.
2: It's definitely going to happen soon, but, um, yeah. So we'd like to thank all of the listeners and supporters of the Wide Angle Podium Network. Head over to wideanglepodium.com to also find out how you can become a member and a supporter. And that brings great content such as Hot Lap Summer and Criterium yeah. Nation. Yeah, both of which you heard from the hosts over the last two weeks. Um, it was fantastic to give uh, and hear from them. And in addition, I'm sure the folks over at the Grodio are going to have some amazing content, because oh. if you check out CX Hairs on Instagram, some award-winning photography, we have Amanda Nauman, who slayed Unbound in crazy amount of mud, um, and so much more happening, uh, out at Unbound. I can't wait to hear all about it and the world of gravel.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Grotio does a great job, uh, bringing us the insights from that because we just see here and speculate, but they're actually there on the ground, which would be great to hear. So I'll actually know uh, what actually happened. Um, which is exciting. I look forward to it. Um, but yeah. Support, uh, support all these shows, support our show. support other shows, support independent podcast cycling networks uh, over at wideanglepodium.com slash donate
2: uh, and help us out. Awesome. Let's get back to the show. What up? This is Tom Squinch, and you're listening to
0: this Slow Ride.
2: All right, guys, here we are. We got a great email coming into us from friend of the pod, Douglas Sniper. Hey, guys. As the host of the Wide Angle Podium's least known and most imaginary podcast, Rimshot, the Cycle Ball Podcast. Rimshot, the Cycle Ball Podcast. I just wanted to say that a second time without screwing it up because it's an amazing name for a Cycle Ball Podcast. I don't know how many listeners would show up to that, but man, I'm game. I know I'm privy to things that the average listener is not. I just want to let it be known to the entire world that little guy's forthcoming podcast about rail biking is going to be great. Interviews <laughs> with rail biking legends and info on how to build your own rail bike from parts found in the local bike shop and rail yard dumpsters is sure to be a good for dozen, dozens of amazing episodes. I know there's I know there is no title for this podcast yet. But my vote is for railing it in.
1: Oh yeah, well,
0: that's good. That's pretty good. Um,
1: what about Yeah, no, uh, I don't
0: have anything better right now. I'm sorry. What
1: about Try hold out. your line, little guy? Oh you like that?
0: <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. It's got be line,
2: yeah <laughs> that's, a, that's a good one. There's gotta be something about you know, um, making sure you get the right gauge on the uh, track and all that. Mm. so I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna work uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna workshop that one. Yeah. Um, little guy. I by the way, I gotta say that your uh your your appearance um of a uh, friend of the pod at your workshop the other week, um yeah, about Todd. uh coin coin laundry um yeah. got me really interested. So maybe that would be in the bonus material. Um, but I can't wait to hear more about the uh, coin operated uh washing machine world from that that you and Todd had discussed at length. <laughs> An in person visit. By the way, wearing the wrong shirt. But it was still great to see. Uh, Todd it's wearing of the, of the right shirt, yeah. That's well, a weird choice. Todd,
0: yeah. did, Todd did say he has all three of our shirts, which is pretty awesome. So I think he, you know, he knew coming to, coming to see me. I think he would have adjusted accordingly if you were going to be around.
2: <laughs> well, gentlemen, it was so so awesome to uh, uh, get, get these emails. Keep us at the slow ride podcast at gmail.com where your emails are always gratefully received and so many over the last few weeks had me um, cracking up on the the roads of Italy um, Spencer you did find perhaps the coolest news in the week of bike and that has to do with friend of the pod Tom Schuens, um, winning a I I don't know is winning an award or did he somehow um, this is a uh, yeah so there was a, a-
1: The World Potato Conference uh, or Congress, I'm sorry. uh, The World Potato Congress. Okay. Uh huh. World Potato Congress. I don't know if you have to like Uh, win your district or something to get voted into this Congress, but the World Potato Congress.
2: I uh, don't know.
1: uh, (laughs) It would be a workshop, that one, too. Um, they uh, they had their annual, I assume, annual uh, big conference deal. Uh, uh-huh. And they put out a press release about uh, their two brand new potato ambassadors, which I didn't know was a job, but it sounds incredible. Um, One of them went to uh, the Irish government's special envoy on food systems. Not surprised. So, you know, this is like That's a high-level... Yeah. guy in the government like doing things with potatoes and agriculture and all this this is very a prominent nomination to be a potato ambassador which sounds funny mm-hmm. but it's very serious and they also nominated as a new newly instantiated uh, potato ambassador Tom Skuns of Trek Segafredo which is
2: which is amazing the way he's parlayed um his love for potatoes into representing the world potato Congress.
1: Absolutely amazing. It's one thing to say you like potatoes, to make it into a meme. It's a whole nother thing to be yeah. nominated I as mean, a potato ambassador by the World Potato Congress. That's it's amazing.
2: It's it's I love that he's done that. I mean, I would just be a spectator.
1: Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. You got to hit uh-huh. the tater harder. Try it again. Spectator. There you go.
2: Yeah okay I'll work on it. Um, So congratulations to Tom. Uh, yeah keep, keep <laughs> your eyes on that one. we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll circle. Yeah the back. eyes are on the prize. Oh. Well uh, I I oh, think I catch think
0: catch up it's... catch up catch up catch
2: up. Oh that's a finger. Uh, that's a yeah you're a <laughs> oh, little guy that was really good.
1: Nice. Yeah I mean he it was okay at first he kind of mashed it into yeah. the ground
0: at the end. Yeah. it's a real yeah. a a1 top quality jokers I can't think of other sauces
1: you don't put that on potatoes
0: oh a1's delicious on potatoes come on
1: <laughs> anyway uh yeah no like you're saying to parlay uh that kind of meme cult status into a legitimate um ambassadorship I don't know if that's the right term. I mean, but how
2: did you find out about this? Did Tom's retweet it or do you, do you abs- follow? Yes. No, are you absolutely, a- <laughs> Tom's <retweeted
1: it>. I, <laughs> I actually don't really know much about the world potato Congress aside from, okay. uh, that they've just, uh, uh, you know, had their two, um,
2: big meetings.
1: Yeah. They're, they're two uh, new ambassadors announced, which was amazing enough news for me. But, um, yeah. So if we have any questions, you know, Tom's your guy. So if you're, if you want to know if crinkle Kai- Crinkle cut fries are are total BS or not? That's Tom's.
2: So little guy, I got a question for you. Um, in the Slack, the Slow Ride podcast Slack, where we um di- discuss all types of important things that we're going di- to talk about on the pod. You said the Tim curse was lifted. What possibly could you mean? I don't have a curse that I bring on anybody.
0: <laughs> don't you? Uh, your boy mentees uh won a bike race. When yeah. was the last time that happened, Timmy? I think a, a long, long
2: time ago. Yeah, it was top amazing ten at
0: the t- tour before our children were born, and uh, since then it's been painful.
2: I so are you saying that I um, I brought him a curse, huh? So the last I think the last race he won was maybe seven years ago.
1: The last race he won. All you need to do is go back to the podcast episode in which Tim said this guy's <laughs> the next big thing. Yeah. Seven that's
0: the last ago. time they won a race.
2: Um, if you, yeah, if you if you check
0: is, our I- that's Instagram, we're eight mm. years old. So yeah, that checks yeah. out that you cursed him. Yeah,
2: we were we were one year ago he won the uh, African Continental Championship, um, for when he was on MTN Quebec. but I mean you know you got to give it up perseverance, gentlemen. That is. That is impressive.
0: Um yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for him. I think I mean, everyone was. We got a lot of messages. A lot we of got a ton of, there.
2: there's a ton of, ton of messages. I mean, I think the only thing that would be bigger is if Leopold Koenig would win a race. But, um, Ian, Louis Menti's doing so well is pretty awesome.
0: Koenig you know, even still riding?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, I think there was another slow-ride favorite that had a pretty good race uh, this past week um, that we should probably shout out. I, a little guy was just giving us a, a quick and dirty breakdown of the Brussels Classic in the green room, and uh, I, thought, I thought you did a pretty good job, and I think maybe the listeners would love to hear that as well, um, the well, play-by-play.
0: It, yeah, if you haven't seen the Brussels Classic that happened today, it's not the biggest race. You might have missed it because there's a bigger race in France, but everyone's favorite bike racer taco van Horn, was in the break with like seven other guys
2: uh-huh. mm-hmm. and it's yep.
0: it's dirty it's it's wet and the streets are narrow it's pretty sweet all the trams are stopped next to them at one point and they're going through these crazy little narrow roundabouts it's great oh. um but here's how this race finishes and this is why it's so fun but a little over a k to go you've got some guy from a third division team named themo willems on the okay. back, doing the whole leg cramp thing. He's hitting the legs. Oh, he's kind of he has to swing off of the, the group. Yeah. and the, Whoever's announcing the, the race yeah. is like, oh, that's oh, that's terrible for him. He's got cramps. Well, they, they take a turn, and they hit a slight rise with right about 1K to go. Taco, boom, right to the front, launches an attack, drags one of the Alpeson guys with him off the front. And you uh-huh. think, that's game over. They get a little gap. Everyone else is looking at each other. Who jumps across? But our boy, our boy Themo, faking? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Either he's faking or he got a second win. But either way, it's brilliant. Yeah. He catches Taco and the Elbison rider, uh, which is uh, Tobias bear straight over the top, jumps to the other side of the road, attacks them, and he looks Loved like it. he's got it at yeah. this point.
1: And you did the—he did the classic. I'm—I'm f- I'm feeling bad, and then I bridged yeah. across and immediately attacked you.
0: Immediately attacked. <laughs> and th- this whole finish though i, I couldn't it. tell it looks like it's slightly uphill uh-huh. he's just in the saddle sprinting taco is trying to come across dropping the Elpison rider doing his classic taco huge smile kind of bouncing in the saddle yeah but this is a a full-on sprint and these guys are just seated like there's nothing left in the tank the, the break they're making it from the break but yeah. There is nothing left. It yeah. does not look like they are going very fast. And w- when you see the overhead shot, you're yeah. like, why doesn't that guy just sprint because he looks over at Taco when Taco comes past him and you're like are they? Are, what are they doing? Like it looks uh-huh. like they're just riding next to each other. Yeah,
1: but they're dying. When you, they're dead When and you dry. get that,
0: yeah. When you get the head-on <laughs> shot, they do the head-on like slow-mo close-up. You can find that for afterwards. You can yeah. see their faces. They're dying. Yeah, <laughs> like it's 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 you know they're just they're totally destroyed. Yeah. Um, it's a great finish. Tago takes the win. This okay. guy, uh, Themo Willems, takes second place. He's super mad. He's banging the handlebars. It's everything you want out of cycling.
1: Yeah. But,
0: um so that's a great finish the best little n- nugget though is i looked up themo and i'm like well what else has this guy done and uh-huh. he's on the minerva cycling team which is like third division right okay he was on sport vlander in the last couple so of years so he's minerva Cy- races. So,
1: so this is a big deal for this guy to get a good result in the race
0: yeah and it would have been huge to win right right um I look up, uh, you look at his results that show up, and he's got like, you know, some like top tens here and there. Well, his second best result ever is fifth place at a stage of the Benelux tour last year. Okay. Where, oh, he, he okay. got into the break with uh, uh, Turbo Durbo and uh, a couple guys I don't know. And uh, oh, who won? A Mr. Taco Vanderhorn His Kryptonite. No, it seems.
1: <laughs> no way. Yeah.
0: So that must have been an extra second little <laughs> dagger of like, the two biggest results have been in the break, making yeah. it to the finish, thinking, yeah. this might be it. This might be my big win. <laughs> and then that smiling face that f- comes by and just uh, rips it away from you. So oh, taco. Go watch the last Stone couple kids. Killer. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Stone Cold Killer no, with a smile de- the whole time. I will
2: definitely be watching it. Um, that sounds little awesome. Little guy, uh, I was a little confused today um, when I saw your Twitter account um, uh, asking me if the Dauphin- Dauphiné was uh, starting.
0: Well, I didn't know if it started yesterday, uh, but it turns out it it didn't start, so they they pushed it to Sunday.
1: Yeah, uh-huh. mm-hmm. I know you're trying to make some sort
2: of joke. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know there's like yeah. a car joke. You're gonna in need there dumb joke. Explain, explain it. About, dumb uh, joke. Uh, d- do you want to explain this car joke? You
0: need to pop I the mean, clutch on this joke. There was a yeah, there was uh, a uh, car called the Renault Dauphine that they made in like the '60s. <laughs> uh
2: huh. And it just
0: it so didn't start. It was a relevant,
1: irrelevant joke.
0: Yeah, I meant to make more jokes on Twitter and I made that first one uh-huh. and people took it seriously that I didn't know if the races started when I did know I was, I was setting it up for more jokes and then <laughs> I got distracted with uh, hanging out, <laughs> hanging out with my kid and doing other stuff. Uh-huh. I forgot to make yeah. more jokes. Till, professional you know, Twitter. So, yes.
2: I love professional. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, no one's paying just, me on there. Just you know? think of the, jo- just think if the jokes, uh, would be going on our Instagram account. By the way, oh. little guy, can we get an update on the, uh, the old Instagram account? Where are we at?
0: Uh, I would assume yeah. it's gone. it's gone to the great instagram account in the sky um. so now we're gonna
2: have to buy thousands of followers again
0: yeah again
1: <laughs> so your 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 people have not got in touch with their people is is what you're saying
0: uh no no i I filled out the form the one time and uh the one time no nothing okay. i've i how many times can I fill out the same form i don't every know every
1: day every every, every hour day. until we I, uh
0: I don't know if you've heard I mean I've heard some uh rumors swirling around about you know some like uh OnlyFans artists who had to go to great links to get their Instagram accounts back and I am not uh going to go to the same links to get our Instagram account back and it's uh so
1: are you it's saying just, it's we need to start at an OnlyFans account
0: No that'd be separate I mean I guess that's probably where the money is like Instagrams it's not making us any Certainly money.
1: Where- <laughs> (laughs) i don't know if we'll make a whole lot there but um
0: probably not but no we're not getting it back a quick update the renault dauphine was made from 1956 to
2: 1967 that's a pretty uh pretty big audience would would get that joke um yeah yeah i think uh you nailed it nine year run 70 years ago
0: It's a cute little teeny car, rear engine, and I. Was it it was it
1: uh, imported into the U.S. little guy?
0: Yes, and I. Damn. This is this is the only reason I know this thing (laughs) exists because I wasn't like just like reading through old Renaults. Is that riding one time years ago? I rode from Superior, uh, Wisconsin, or like Duluth all the way down to uh, St. Croix Falls. So I was riding down Wisconsin 35, and in the middle of nowhere, I go through some little town with nothing in it other than a, like uh-huh. abandoned-looking car uh, repair place with a bunch of rusty hulks outside, and there's this cute little VW Bug-esque little cute adorable thing out front, just a little rusty shell, and I went over and I looked at it, and it was a Renault Dauphine. And okay. then I was like, well, I got to learn about this. Any cute little rear engine car that looks terribly unsafe and, and useless to drive uh-huh. on American roads currently, uh, I got to know about. Yeah. So that's, that's what made me look at it. And they're adorable and they're awesome. And, um, and it's
1: named after I don't a want bike one race. Cause
0: I don't want anyone. Yeah. And it's named after a bike race. Huh? Or it's named after a
1: region uh, of France. A bike race that Wout Van Aert won um, today stage one, um, which made me forget all about Matthew Vanderpool already, uh, and his <laughs> escapades in the Giro, which are a far like foggy memory in my past. Because Wout's uh, yeah. back, you guys, and I'm in love.
2: So Wout's back. It's. I will say this though, Spencer. Seeing, it took him one race. <laughs> seeing Vanderpool in that resplendent olive green Alpitian jersey uh-huh. in person was amazing. That. It was-
1: was it better in person? Be honest it, with us. It was
2: way a hundred thousand times better in person. I loved okay. it, and it it's got the right amount of like green in it. Um, I I wish that they would get fined for wearing that jersey though, just to really get a little bit more um
1: a more you know, press, pop. yeah,
2: mm-hmm. yeah, a little bit more press. Uh, it, better than anything. Uh, Education first has worn in the last couple of years.
0: Ooh, zing! Well, you get you get one. You get one race to change per year. Like, that's that's allowed.
2: Uh-huh.
0: So you don't get fined until the tour, when they show up at the tour and they change again for the tour, then they'll get fined. But it's worth it.
2: It's 100% worth it. More teams oh, should yeah. do it. Yeah, <laughs> It's a whole marketing strategy, yeah. Imagine that. It's yeah. it's kind of perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Wout won today. Uh, he'll win uh, the Dauphiné, and then everyone's going to be like, oh, is he good enough to win the a grand tour Mm. and then Matthew Vanderpool is going to say, not on my watch and
0: um, beat him.
1: It's going to be a classic uh, Maverick Iceman situation.
0: Yeah. I don't, it's going to be real weird at the tour when they're both in the first stage. Yeah. How is that possible? I mean,
2: they're going to have to share the podium.
0: Yeah. As far as I know, only one person's allowed to win and wear the Jersey on the first day, but they both always do that. So, like what's? I don't understand. I don't know what's gonna happen. So.
2: Oh, by God! Is that Quentin Gwen Hermans? Gwenton Hermans took <laughs> both out. It's amazing. The true hero be. of Psychocross. Quentin oh. <laughs> Hermans takes the win. Amazing. <laughs> All right, oh. that's the
0: scenario. That's the scenario we need now. I love it. Yeah. Oh well
2: gentlemen it has been absolutely a blast to be back with you on the slow ride podcast i can't wait to do it again next week um sarah did talk to me today and she said you haven't done a podcast with those bozos in the last couple of weeks and i was like here i am i can't wait to join them once again here we are um as good as always and i know everyone missed me dearly
1: (laughs) dearly we got we got a lot of messages i they weren't, they, I, I don't know if you just weren't on copy or what, but yeah, we've got tons of messages <laughs> that people were like, Oh, Tim, we missed him. You know, where's Tim? It was really an outpouring. So, yeah.
2: Yeah. So good. Um, and major shout out to everyone that contacts us on our Twitter account at the slow pod, uh, shout out to a uh, friend of the pod, uh, beat out of St. Louis who took a nice photo of his wanty water bottles in front of the arch, uh, uh. Um, on a cube. Probably, (laughs) probably the only American with a cube road bike, let alone one sporting wanty water bottles, one of a kind there in the, in the gateway city. Um, You can always email us at the slow ride podcast at gmail.com. And we'd like to thank BK one of rhyme entertainment for the intro and outro music and check out our website, wideanglepodium.com where you can get very own slow ride pod merchandise and find out about the bevy of shows on the network. And with all of that, this is Tim in Orlando.
0: Matt in Minneapolis.
1: And this is Spencer in Holyoke, Massachusetts, reminding you to always wave at all your fellow cyclists that you see out on the road.
0: The Slow Ride Podcast. bikes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. TheSlowRidePodcast.com and on
1: Twitter at TheSlowRidePod. the Grodio podcast.